Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Welcome to Lovecast, Boys Love Podcast, where we talk about everything related to boys love. I'm your host, Pixie, and with me are my co-hosts, Kayla and Alexa. Hey. Hi. Hi. So today we're going to start with some tea time. We have a couple of stuff, a couple of things <laughs> to mention. First off, very exciting news that came out was that Game Boys was nominated for an Emmy for... Best live action kids program. Kids program. Yeah. 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 So yay! yay. So deserved. So happy about so that. So exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's gonna be really exciting to see if they actually win it. Yeah. I'm kind of curious about the other stuff that was nominated <laughs> in the same category of them. I think I might mm-hmm. see if stuff is available to check out just so I can see like what the other shows are, but I'm really excited for them. I feel like they have a good chance. I actually don't really know how the international Emmys work or how like Mm. the regular Emmys work, like in terms of voting, but I'm really excited for them either way. So I mean, it's a huge deal. I feel like I saw one nominee and I can't remember what it was, but I remember thinking that I knew what that was, like it was really mainstream. Mm -hmm. So it kind of feels like Game Boys is kind of being pushed sort of into the mainstream which is great for the community i mean i think so too amazing i think we're really proud of it yeah 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 
they've come so far. Seriously. <laughs> it's crazy to think about what a small production it was in the grand mm-hmm. scheme of things, like filmed through the beginning of the pandemic with like people basically just like sitting in front of their computers filming over video and stuff like that for a lot of it so it's really 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 cool to see the reach that it's still getting after over a year since it first released started releasing yeah it's kind of like seeing your baby grow up (laughs) 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 no it's amazing so we wish them good luck and we really hope they win yes Yes. in uh Similar fashion, there was another award show that it's a yes got some awards. So I'm totally gonna butcher this title, so don't come at me for it. But it was the twelfth Nada Raja Nada Raja Awards, and it's a won I think all four categories they were nominated for. So they won Drama Series of the Year, Best Original Screenplay best drama slash series and Bilkin won best leading actor mm-hmm. so and at the same award show Bright also won best OST for the Kongu OST from the original season of Together right. so once again those two shows taken over the Thai award ceremonies it seems so yeah because this is a Thai award show yeah right yeah yes those were like the two big shows yeah Mm-hmm. that came out so yeah i know that some people think that it say was sort of overrated I say the same thing about together so yeah like, right i feel like the more popular a show gets the more there's going to be people saying that it's overrated like yeah. yeah yeah but i mean they both did what they did really well obviously because mm-hmm. they keep sweeping awards so yeah yeah i mean congrats to both it's say mm-hmm. and together mm-hmm. <laughs> there was also PP broke the internet the other day. <laughs> I guess the context was that Bilkin released a song and he was taking over the Nadal Instagram, mm-hmm. or not Instagram, Twitter page, like, I guess, chatting with fans and tweeting about the release and stuff like that. And something he replied to, <laughs> something he posted, PP replied with a picture of Bilkin kissing his cheek. And the hashtag that broke out was like, PP closes the gate or something like that basically saying that like he shut the gate on everyone trying to flirt with Bilkin kind of like saying Bilkin's his so I mean I woke up like an hour or two after it had been tweeted and it was already like trending like yeah had like a thousand one hundred thousand like retweets and stuff like that so mm-hmm. I can't even imagine where it is in those numbers now yeah, he knew exactly what he was doing. Oh, when he did that. <laughs> I love the energy of it. It was mm-hmm. just like picture with like one or two words attached to it and breaks the internet with it. That's mm-hmm. I love that kind of energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And lastly, there was a situation that made Studio Wabi Sabi give notice. They put out the statement on Twitter because of some stuff happening with Earth. I'm just going to read what they wrote first. Due to the spread of rumors and misunderstandings that affect the image of our actor Earth, Studio Wabi Sabi would like people who involved in this matter to stop your actions immediately. Also, we would like to clarify that it's that it is normal for an actor to work and co-star with different people. 
Therefore, if anyone of you continues to cause this misleading news, Studio Wabi Sabi will take legal action regarding this matter. So there's been some stuff happening with Earth. You were saying, Kayla, that you dug some into what was happening. Yeah, so that notice in particular, I think, is in response to all the former cow and earth stands, shippers, who anybody who comes in, no matter who it is, they probably don't want him with earth Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they're still caught up on the other pairing. So I think that's what that notice was in reference to. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing that that was mostly Thai fans or Thai fan base. I'm not sure. But then again, they did put it in English. I don't know. And then, so the other side of it is that there has been some outrage, I think mostly with international fans over the way that Earth and Santa have been promoting the show, specifically on TikTok. Mm. People have been feeling uncomfortable about some of the TikTok dances and trends that they've been choosing to do. Because some of them are very, like, sexual dances or they're, like, suggestive. So then you have, like, that another group of fans who that's what they're upset over. And honestly, I, I didn't see outrage towards the episode itself of Seven Project. I watched it and I, I thought it was cute. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, sad. Really, really sad. Mm-hmm. But as far as I could see, I did not see much outrage about that. And it was more people being upset about the way that the them as a couple were being promoted. Mm. So that's basically the what's happening and all the outrage that's coming from different angles. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I know in terms of the Cow Earth fans, this has been like an ongoing thing. I mm-hmm. just mentioned it before we started recording, but I'm going to say it again for the people listening. If people remember back it was like at the end of last year after lovely writer had first been announced cow was set to do an event with both earth and up together mm-hmm. and basically cow earth fans boycotted it to the event that up ended up pulling out of the event so i think they have kind of garnered a reputation for being very I don't know if aggressive is the right word hardcore maybe about how they feel about the cow earthship and only wanting to see those two together. It's interesting because I feel like when Lovely Writer had aired, I hadn't really seen it being yeah, talked about either. as much. I don't know if, you know, maybe D-Hub House just didn't address things that were going on. If the, there were fans out there that were really upset and online posting about only wanting to see Cow and Earth and, you know, boycotting him being with Up. But I feel like it must have ramped up a lot again recently, or maybe it's just particularly against earth for some reason if Wabi Sabi felt the need to comment on it but I just feel like I didn't see the same response when Lovely Writer was really heavily promoting and you know it's totally possible that we missed it because obviously we mainly see international fans in our online interactions but mm-hmm. it definitely feels like there was a difference in the way those cow up has been perceived versus santa up like this year at least if that mm. makes sense mm. so yeah. i don't know yeah i was saying earlier that i don't really see the problem with uh, santa being 17 almost 18 i 
I've said this before, like the sexual consent age here is 16 and it is in Thailand as well. So for me, if they're above 16 and it's consensual, I don't see a problem with it. But yeah, people are different. They're brought up in different cultures and they have different beliefs, both religious and non-religious. And everyone is going to feel differently about this. But at the same time, I feel like it's gone to a point where they're really harassing. Like if Studio Wabi Sabi has to come out with a statement to stop yeah. uh, doing, saying things about Earth, then it's gone to a point where it needs to stop. You, you're allowed to have your opinion, but it's not like they're... Uh, not like following the law or or taking advantage of anyone or anything like that it's everything is legal and everything is consensual so yes you can say your opinion on it but harassment is not okay and i feel like earth has been through enough honestly like I'm not still not over the whole thing when he was with the Love Love by Chance Chance cast. Yeah. And on stage was told to guess who people were from their dick pics. Yeah. Just because he's part like of the queer community. I'm still not over that. That was not nice. That was not good. Horrible. And he's just been getting so much shit all the time from everywhere so i mean leave him be (laughs) let him be and it's always him it's never cow who's getting like from what we see who's getting all that i don't know i just feel like he he's an easy target for Mm. people which is why and i know i've heard a lot of people talking about how they feel that he's they don't like his personality he's a little bit over the top which I, th- I think personally is cute. I think he's cute when he's going over the top. But some people find that annoying. And yeah. they are very vocal about how annoying they find that. And I'm just like, just don't watch him then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never had any issues with like his personality. I think that tying someone who's flamboyant to being annoying definitely mm-hmm. has some connotations there that you know don't sit so well with me but beyond that I mean I'll be the first to say and I've said it before I don't really love pairings where a person is underage and the other person is an adult that being said I think in the context of seven project where they're acting in a series together and acting from a script and stuff like that I don't really care I mean I'm not gonna go out of my I didn't watch the episode I'm not really gonna go out of my way to watch it and that's just my personal preference. And, you know, I do have a very Western, like American view of stuff like that. So I'm sure that does play into it. But I'm also just like, for me, I'm just like, okay, I just won't watch it. And that's the end of it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't really feel the need to uh, definitely not harass anyone about it, but I don't really feel the need to like make a commentary on it because I can just, you know, not view the thing that's bothering me and Mm. and you know that's all I need to do you know Mm. I don't know it is a very touchy subject so I don't want to step on anyone's toes or invalidate anyone's feelings about Mm. it because I know there are a lot of people all over that spectrum and 
a lot of people have different reasons for not being comfortable with that dynamic. And I think Mm -hmm. that's totally fine. But yeah, I think if it comes to the point where the company has to speak out because the actor is target being targeted like that, then I think people are going beyond expressing things in a way that is acceptable. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't think of a word I wanted to use there. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about the way that minors and teenagers are sexualized in Mm -hmm. all media across the board. I know we talked a little about that during our panel at Fujifon, Mm -hmm. but I don't know, like the company is the one who makes all the decisions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I feel like sometimes the response, they're not directing their anger at the correct person. Yeah. So if you have a problem with the way that a show is being promoted, and honestly, I do, I had a problem with how they mm-hmm. were promoting, mm-hmm. but there's just no point in harassing the actors when mm-hmm. they're not the ones making all the decisions. Even something as small as a TikTok, you need to have permission from yeah. like everyone on your team mm-hmm. to be able Very to post something so. like that. So yeah. I don't think that the blame is really fully on earth for anything. I yeah. think it's company and just like calling him a pedophile is just going way too far Mm -hmm. if you knew what it was like to be in contact with a pedophile Mm -hmm. you would not be throwing that term around so lightly yeah how people are with him so that's what really bothers me about the situation yeah and yeah I just I am a little bothered by the whole thing with Santa being a minor but my anger towards it is not directed at Earth. It's yeah. directed at the company and everyone on that team. Yeah. yeah, you can go into the discussion that this is really like a part of the rampant fan service culture in Thailand. Mm. And that's yeah. the problem. It's the yeah. companies who are promoting this and using this to create revenue. And it's not on the actors. It's about the expectations being put on them as yeah. BL actors because the fans want to see it. Yeah. yeah, I don't think people and we kind of have talked in this in recent episodes recently like Kayla said everything down to like a picture they post a TikTok even the Mm -hmm. tweets that they make towards each other Mm -hmm. can be considered part of their job and a lot of that stuff is probably run past their managers their promotion teams at the company probably encouraged by the promotion teams you Mm -hmm. know post a certain amount of photos or TikToks with each other a day type thing so Mm -hmm. I don't think I mean, obviously we don't know for sure, but, you know, I don't think most of those ideas and videos and stuff that are happening are coming from Santa and Earth themselves out of their own volition to like do that stuff with each other, if that makes sense. Like it's work for them. And so I don't necessarily think the blame is on those two as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen it like with the contact we've had with the actors for getting them on the show and stuff, like everything goes through a manager. Mm -hmm. Even if we've been talking to the actor themselves, we, they need to go check with their manager Mm -hmm. all the time. (laughs) It, everything goes through the companies and managers. So like, feel what you feel about earth but it's not him doing this and while he might not mind it it's still it's not happening because of him Mm. and anyways like there's a whole team like taking care of and like managing their 
perceived image to the public. So if anything comes out, if the actor is doing anything that's bad, like the company should have stopped it. Mm. So yeah, it's really bad to direct all of this on the actors. I feel like a lot of stuff gets too directed towards the actors. Like you saw with King mm-hmm. Portion and mm-hmm. all the actors getting bombarded with questions when they had no idea or couldn't say anything. It was never the companies that it was directed towards. Yeah, I think companies as a whole in every aspect of like any type of media need to start taking more responsibility for mm-hmm. the things that they do and the dynamics they create and the shows that they're promoting. Because I think way too often that stuff does fall back on the actors when mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of control over things. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think the big companies that are heading these things should be taking more responsibility and taking better care of their teams in that way. But I don't know if that's something we'll ever see change anytime yeah. soon, unfortunately. Yeah, like we said with uh, when we had Arion, like you need to get to the root of the problem. And exactly. the root is the company. So we're going to go into more fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> On a lighter note. <laughs> <laughs> On a lighter note. <laughs> Yeah, no, we are going to talk a little bit about pet peeves today. For those who are not used to that terminology, if you're not used so much to the English language, pet peeves is basically something that annoys you. And there are different severities of how something can be annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I thought we could like ease our way into this and start with the, the, the lighter ones. Lighter ones because there are some big ones. Yeah. And we actually asked people on our Twitter and social media what they were thinking and oh, yeah, we got there was so many lot, responses. <laughs> and they did very on this. Yeah. <laughs> they got a little bit heavy <laughs> some of them. Yeah. <laughs> And I get it. Like, I can't say I disagreed with all of them. Yeah. So we're going to start on the low end. (laughs) I'm just going to jump right into it. One of my pet peeves is this annoys me like all hell. After they've been showering and they're out of the shower, they're not wet. And... (laughs) They are talking about drying their hair, but their hair is Everything's not wet. perfectly styled already. Yeah. <laughs> They're like drying with a hair dryer and it's not wet. <laughs> Can you at least just throw some water over this voice? It's, it's so annoying. Oh my gosh. That reminds me of like how in K-dramas... Even if someone's like dying, they look so good. They look, <laughs> yeah, about, like Apple. They have like perfect hair and makeup, like <laughs> yeah. dying like a model, basically. I mean, honestly, like every show I've seen almost have had some kind of shower scene. And yeah. I think I've seen once that one guy was never actually leave the wet. shower wet. <laughs> and I wasn't that manner of death. I, I seem to remember that Tall actually his hair was actually wet after a shower it happened in um this is not about this is jumping to a different show but it just happened in episode five of don't say no 
Fiat took a shower and he came out and his hair was actually wet, but yeah. only so that Leo could use the blow dryer for him and dry mm-hmm. his hair for him. But mm-hmm. it was actually wet. Yeah. I wouldn't say that it was like super wet. No. Because <laughs> it was like bouncy. But, <laughs> but yeah, you did clearly see that it was a little wet, but yeah. Oh, yeah, it's I, funny because I, they put so much emphasis on like the shower scenes a lot of the time mm-hmm. and getting them all soapy and running all that hair under the water only for them to be like perfectly <laughs> dry the next time we see them yes. or like they'll be tallying their hair but it's like already dry <laughs> yeah 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 I mean it's such an easy t- thing to just make that hair wet mm-hmm. <laughs> all right okay someone else (laughs) I guess I could go so one of my big pet peeves is I don't like when series have a large cast Mm, yes Um, I'm one of those people who can watch through an entire season of a show and still not know anybody's names (laughs) So I especially struggle when you have a series like Why Are You, for example, where 32 different characters are introduced. Oh my God. <laughs> I went on the My Drama list and counted them. <laughs> but like, not only is it annoying for that like personal reason of mine, but there's just no way you can properly develop that yeah. many characters, let alone dedicate time to yeah. each of their storylines. Yeah. An ensemble cast should never have more than 12 people and I feel like even that is pushing that is a lot yeah and I always found it kind of weird that Thai production companies have their own set of actors that they recast for every series Mm -hmm. because I think that's a major factor in some of these shows having a large cast I feel like they need to put everyone all of their actors in it some in some way yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's like they want to promote the series which I get but then it's like the series almost becomes an advertisement for the company and yeah. the actual series. And it's just Why Are You is the number one mm-hmm. <laughs> series for- I think of when it comes to a large cast that was just so underdeveloped. For yeah. me, Gen Y is another one that had like a huge cast. And it was fine when they had like Come on and Copter and Bass and his love interests. And then mm-hmm. they introduced like eight high schoolers who all also had their yeah. own storylines and romance lines and at that point I was just like who is who like who are yeah. all these children like it just gets to be too much I think it's okay to have like an ensemble cast that's decently big if they're only gonna have a minor role or like a supporting mm-hmm. role but when mm-hmm. you try to give them all a love line love story. and yeah. like Kayla said all trying to develop their all their own stories then it just becomes way too much yeah yeah I much. think like at least Gen Y did it a little better than Why Are You I oh, feel after definitely. Why Are You I can't even remember all the side <laughs> characters like I know four characters in that show <laughs> <laughs> four main ones fighter tutor <laughs> yeah yeah plus the the weird dad the... oh, my God. oh yeah <laughs> that's everything i remember <laughs> yeah, yeah that's one of mine yes yeah. large cast yep one of my light ones and i talked about this a lot with heather our podcast assistant and this is also a big thing in k-dramas when they will 
go to a cafe or go to a restaurant and order all this delicious looking food. And then they take one sip of it and leave. (laughs) It's especially (laughs) big. They'll go to like a cafe and they'll get like this gorgeous drink. A lot of the times it's like probably a promotion for the cafe. And then they'll sip it maybe once and then someone will leave and just leave their drink on the table Mm -hmm. or they'll leave their entire plate of food with one bite taken sitting on the table. And I'm just like, you couldn't yeah. you could have just eat, at least take the plate with you and dispose of it if you're not gonna eat it or something yeah. like yeah. bothers me so much because the food looks so good and it just goes to waste like that mm-hmm. yeah I get that <laughs> another one of mine is whenever they're playing sports they never get dirty or sweaty <laughs> right or anything <laughs> I was just thinking about that with don't say no. I yeah, was like, right? why do they look sweaty? They look <laughs> they're playing basketball, but they're not looking sweaty at all. The hair is perfect. Like there's no sweat. Like what? Yeah. And I, the same problem with the uh, Tharn type when they were playing football. Yeah. And Nitty Man, I can't and remember too. there, but I think yeah. there too. And it's just like football is really dirty sport. Sport. like yeah they were playing like on a grass field <laughs> like it's super dirty so I mean it makes no sense at least be a little bit realistic please like everyone just has to look pretty <laughs> that is the number one priority here yeah. oh my god, oh my god. Mm-hmm. yeah my next one has to do with unrealistic depictions also <laughs> I don't like when characters who are described as poor are depicted mm. as middle or upper class mm. it just doesn't yeah. make sense for like poor characters to live by themselves in a mm. condo in the city eat out at restaurants every day and drive like a fancy imported car <laughs> they always have like- a fucking Mercedes or BMW and I'm like sir aren't you supposed to be poor <laughs> It's like, it seems like they want to use the rich boy, poor boy trope, but they don't want to show an actual depiction yeah. of poverty. Mm. I can, when I think of a series that did it right, I think history make our days count. Mm, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, we saw how Yushigu was struggling to pay rent and working two jobs to save up for college. Meanwhile, you have Halting, who is like whining to his parents about giving him money to buy a Switch. So it's like... <laughs> that that rich boy poor boy trope really works in that series because they make that distinction known Mm -hmm. but honestly I would rather them not even show a difference in social class or status Mm -hmm. and just let me live vicariously because (laughs) whenever they do show it they just fail to make it look believable in Mm -hmm. any capacity and I hate it and it's a terrible depiction of what it's like to be lower class agreed Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking this rewatching Perth has been doing like the Ram King retrospective videos on mm-hmm. his YouTube channel. And there's that scene where Ram and King are on the bus. And I was like, I, I think that's the only time I've ever seen a person in a BL take the bus somewhere. And I'm like, <laughs> why do they never use public transportation? <laughs> like if they're supposed to be not wealthy, I mean, I take the bus freaking everywhere in my city. It's either like, they have a nice car even though they're supposed to be poor or their rich boyfriend immediately just starts picking them up in his nice car so they never have to worry about like how to get to campus but I'm like no one takes the bus anywhere <laughs> like you're you're in the city of Bangkok like is I would think public transportation would be a thing but I mean this might be some cultural thing as well but 
my parents have always been pretty well off. Mm -hmm. Like we own our own dry cleaning chain. So, but I've always taken the bus everywhere. And when I did get my license that I paid for myself, mm -hmm. I got like this crappy, like a rinky dink year old <laughs> Mercedes. Like it was, it was horrible. Like the crappiest car I've ever had and the first car that i actually got that was new was like this tiny like yellow bubble <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible <laughs> so when i first got my like first like proper nice car i was 30 yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and i'm like why does this 19 year old well have, have a bmw like a new yeah. 2021 bmw i don't know a yeah. lot of times it's probably like an advertisement mm -hmm. or some sort of like sponsorship but come on the other one who put on my list which is probably one of the universal bl pet peeves is that they don't know how to lock their doors oh yeah yeah or That's they will choose to like get intimate in like the most inappropriate places or like situations like I don't know I feel like if I knew someone from my family was in my house if I wasn't gonna lock the door then I wouldn't be doing anything you know mm -hmm. like I feel like they just kind of set themselves up to get walked in on but I'm like you know lock the door wait till you're alone like I feel like these are the basics of like trying to hook up with someone like especially if you live with your parents or like with your family still which a lot your of these times it is their parents who are walking in on them so like yeah um, I, the, what came up in my head right away was the scene in uh, don't say no where, where oh, they're where in the this, hallway with the housekeeper yeah yeah, yeah. In the, yeah in the main just, room like, of their house when that was happening i'm just like why are you doing that right there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense like i was just waiting for that housekeeper to come <laughs> or like in make our days count when they were like full on taking their clothes off on the couch and yeah, then in the living room. I'm like, hello, this is, is this not the living room? Like, I know you got caught up in the moment, but come on. I feel like oh, I would no, be so hyper aware in that situation that like the doors unlocked, someone could walk in. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Have like some awareness. It's a universal BL pet peeve that always leads to disapproving parents because they mm. never learn how to walk their lock their doors <laughs> i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. One of my, like, bigger ones is the whole Fujoshi stereotype. Mm, yes. I, I fucking hate it. Like, I, it brings such a bad rep to the Fujoshi as well. Mm. Like, it, it's not a bad thing to be a Fujoshi. It's just, like, when, especially Thai BLs, they present these women as, like, maniacs. They're like stalkers, essentially. <laughs> and I'm sitting here just thinking, okay, is this normal in Thailand? Like, no one would do that here. Like, mm. stalking someone or just taking pictures of them without them knowing or filming them or just... I don't know. Even, like, the Ram King scene on the bus where the girls are in the back mm-hmm. just talking about that loudly <laughs> yeah that's super creepy <laughs> i don't get it why do they need to do this it's always made me wonder if the and this is something i feel like i would want to ask someone about sometime i feel like in every university base bl the fujoshis always run those like cute boy of this mm-hmm. university facebook yeah. pages and i wonder if those are actually things that exist in real universities but like they do like take pictures of people like very unsolicited photos and like post them in their little university facebook pages and i'm like are those facebook pages like do they exist in real life like do they have cute boy of x university (laughs) facebook pages where they like post pictures of men together and spamming girls Yeah, I remember once in a live stream, I asked that because I was like, isn't this so weird that there are always fan pages for couples? Yeah. And mm-hmm. someone from the Philippines said that they saw one before Interesting. for like a school that they live by or something. But that was all the details I got on it. I don't, I don't know if like privacy is looked at differently. Yeah. Thai mm-hmm. culture, but I know here, if you were taking pictures of like, I don't know, for example, your neighbor as they're walking by, they call the police on you. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, if you were doing that in Norway, I actually think you could be arrested. um, Yeah. So that's, that might be, I'm really curious if someone listening to this is actually from Thailand, please explain. Yeah. Because I I really want to know if that culture like actually exists like mm-hmm. that type of fan fan girl culture mm-hmm. exists for like or normal people at universities out of their asses just yeah to it's... make a stereotype 
I mean, they can they can easily portray like a Fujoshi without making them stalkerish and maniac. Like you can have a supportive female character. Mm-hmm. You would think <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard. That until we meet again, Manao. Yeah. She was yeah. actually pretty decent. Like, it's a supportive character and not like, okay, she had her squealy moments, but she's still like a part of the gang. And yeah. it's not like she's stalking them and doing inappropriately behavior. She's, it's part of her. But which other show was Sammy in that she was like, moons super- too? Yes. That she was, was really bad in that one. <laughs> yeah. This one is probably the most serious one I wrote down but I really don't like when BLs promote skin whitening products Mm. whether it's a cream you apply directly to your face or one of those vitamin packets that are supposed to brighten your skin Mm -hmm. it's like it's such a commonplace thing in Asian media and society but I noticed it a lot in Thai BL like some of the biggest shows like together in two moons two and about like a hundred other shows honestly have promoted skin whitening products in the actual show like during the actual show and I think it flies over people's heads sometimes because it'll be disguised as a soap or a face mask or like a nutritional drink and you won't really catch it unless you can read the label mm-hmm. or you physically search up that product for yeah. skin whitening. But one particular example that was mentioned to me by someone in my Discord was about what the duck. And mm-hmm. I did not know this beforehand, but apparently they had a huge skin whitening sponsor for that show to the point where one of the characters in the show had a plot point that had to do with using those products. I'm trying to, I feel like I've wiped that show from my memory, so <laughs> I can't. I've never watched it. I can't God. specifically, it, it ring, rings a bell vaguely, but I don't remember enough of the details to like actually remember, but I'm not surprised knowing that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's like, it's not even like it's just the actors making Instagram posts. Mm-hmm promoting it it's that it's it's actual content in the show and I think they also do it a lot because you know how a series will be cut up in parts on YouTube they do it a lot in that in between the beginning like the ads at the yeah 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 so I know my day had the same thing with the effeminate brother doing like a Mm -hmm. video he was doing like YouTube videos and with skincare and one of them was like whitening skin whitening yeah watch it, that was so. my day right i'm not thinking <laughs> i think it was, i think it was but yeah yeah i just i just remember that because i reacted it was the first time that i'd seen it so blatant yeah yeah and they were really like digging into this whole this is making your skin whiter mm. and and i I have a real problem with changing the color of your skin regardless of if it's whitening or if it's darkening. Like in Norway, there's a real problem with people being fixated on being darker. Mm. Like you're unhealthy if you don't have darker skin. And to the point that people are like tanning and it looks 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know those people. <laughs> so I have I, I have the same problem with the whole tanning thing as I do the skin whitening thing. And I think a little bit of the problem too is that whenever in shows when they're describing someone beautiful in Thai if in Thai BLs, if they're describing a man as beautiful, they're mentioning his like milky white skin. Fair skin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that like it's perpetuates this whole idea that you have to be lighter skinned to be beautiful and often they put in like darker skinned characters to like contrast it just to Mm -hmm. make it make the point go home and it's so honestly disgusting yeah like I, i think you'll notice a lot of the times i mean there's a few like main character like earth Big Earth is someone who has an actually mm-hmm. very tan skin mm-hmm. and he's gorgeous. But a lot of the times you'll see the people with darker skin and Thai BLs especially are the people who play like thugs and gang members mm-hmm. and like random side characters and they make a point to make them look like very unattractive. Mm-hmm. And I don't, <laughs> that point is definitely not lost on me that like that's often the role that they get in the shows. Yeah. Yeah, and this is, like, the companies doing this. This is not, like, yeah, they're doing it on purpose. Mm -hmm. They don't have to do that. And, yeah, you most of the actors you'll see do have very light skin. But, like, with Earth, Big Earth, you can see also in the shows he's in, they... They whitewash him. They whitewash him. They definitely do. It's Mm -hmm. very sad. It's very sad because he is beautiful Mm -hmm. with his natural skin color yeah skin whitening products and all of that it's one of those things that things that goes beyond preference and is very discriminatory Mm -hmm. because you could be like oh well i it's my preference that i want to whiten my skin but what are you really saying about like why do you feel like yeah exactly Okay, so one of my more serious ones, this is very particular when they have second seasons of BLs or established couples, the cheating plot. I feel like if a show gets a second season or if a couple establishes their relationship earlier on in the series, there is almost always some sort of cheating plot or cheating suspicion introduced. And I feel like it's just really frustrating because there are a lot of other issues you can introduce for an established couple, like learning to work through their relationship or integrate and like integrate a relationship into their everyday life. But I feel like they always default back to some sort of cheating or cheating suspicion. And honestly, it ruins like a lot of second seasons of shows for me, like together with me, I found the second season unwatchable specifically for that point. And I think it often, especially if they include it in a second season, they ruin a lot of the characterization that they build up in the first seasons. I feel like a lot of the times the character development for the characters goes completely backwards, introducing like unnecessary cheating plots or unnecessary suspicions that they had already, you know, have supposed to have worked through in the first season. So that's always something that really bothers me because I feel like it's just... You can tell that the writers don't know what to do after they've established 
a couple as a couple that's actually in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so they feel like they just have to rely on cheating to make some type of drama. And -hmm. it just feels like lazy and most of the time not what we're in at all. Yeah, I think like they're just trying to write off like the popularity of the show and not Mm -hmm. actually putting any thought into what they're like an actual plot for the second season. Yeah. Yeah. And -hmm. writing is hard. Like, and it should be hard. Not everyone should be able to do it. Mm -hmm. So you need to either get a proper writer who actually knows what to do, or you need to take your time. Yeah. So yeah, most that's usually why I don't like second seasons. Mm -hmm. And like with Game Boys is like a good example of something that's well thought out of Mm -hmm. because they have a good writer and that makes it work. Mm -hmm. But Lauren Type (laughs) 2 did not work. Yeah. (laughs) Love by Chance 2 did not work. Together with me too. Did not work. There was no plan. They just made up something. They didn't take their time. They just needed to ride off that wave. And it fell completely. Yeah. That's why I've been very pleasantly surprised by Don't Say No. Mm-hmm. I'm always someone who's very hesitant of Mame's works because of Tarn Type and the issues that come with that series. But Leo and Fiat have surprisingly very good communication and Mm -hmm. it and it was really unexpected for me and I think they're really doing a good job of navigating the line of people who are going from best friends into people in a romantic Mm -hmm. relationship and I appreciate that they're not using the fact that Fiat was promiscuous in his Mm -hmm. past to introduce like useless issues of mistrust and extended plot lines where Leo's like questioning if if Biatch cheating on him and stuff mm-hmm. like that like when they introduce plots they communicate them really quickly and solve yeah. them really really quickly and in a really like reasonable and realistic manner so I've been like really pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. by how that show has been going yeah so far. I, I like that whenever there's a conflict of Fiat's past it's Fiat who has a problem mm-hmm. it's never Leo he trusts them mm-hmm and that's nice to see. And I yeah. also really like how they've been doing Leon and Fob. Oh my god, I'm oh, obsessed with them. So they're so cute. <laughs> they are so cute. And like the consent and mm-hmm. everything is just... And it's, it's very well still done have so tension. far. Yeah. So it just shows that Mame can do it if she wants to. <laughs> she really wants to get me done. <laughs> yeah, but I am really impressed. I kind of feel like Mame has taken what people have been telling her. Mm. and actually done something with Mm -hmm. it and I think she should have credit for that because we're so quick to like judge people and tell them they're horrible people for writing whatever they wrote and not swallowing that pride when they actually change yeah Yeah, I'm very pleasantly surprised by this so far it's been really nice to watch Mm -hmm. I really love the show Mm mm-hmm yeah, I'm just hoping it doesn't go down. <laughs> I know. I'm like, we still have six episodes left, so like, fingers yeah, crossed that might, they keep we it might up. Eat our words here. <laughs> like, a couple weeks down the line. So about yeah, it's well, happened before with us with shows we've yeah. mentioned loving, and then they've mm-hmm. gone down the drain. So you know, yeah. yeah. But as of right now, we'll know that if it starts 
turning bad, we will be the first one to say something. (laughs) (laughs) I have no problem admitting that I was wrong with something, if it turns out. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. One of my big ones is the whole wife and husband dynamic thing yeah i i freaking hate the labels that they're putting on these bl couples i even hate it when it's straight people using that (laughs) but (laughs) like it makes it seem like you because wife and husband is terms used for married people Mm -hmm. and it makes it like seem like you can't be in a relationship with someone without being married Mm. and not everyone gets married these days like Norway, there are more people like just living together with kids never getting married than there are getting married. Yeah. So it's like it's perpetuating this whole standard that you to be a like proper couple, you need to follow this line. And I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also putting these men in categories. Like, one is, is the wife and the other is the husband. I don't yeah. think that's cute at all. No, oh, they're both men. So they yeah. were to get married, they would both be the husband here. Like, yeah, yeah. It's very much. And of course, you know, it's very stereotypical that the wife role is always established to the smaller, okay. more feminine mm-hmm. one of the pairing because there always has to be one that's more feminine. And it's just mm-hmm. very, very sexist. Yeah and very homophobic i feel like yeah and the labeling that's what i like about cairo and gab because you don't really have that with those just have baby yeah (laughs) but but you don't have there's no ash hasn't made either one put into a category Mm -hmm. they're not like one is more feminine and one is more masculine they're both have some feminine traits and some masculine traits and that's just like how it should be um (laughs) (laughs) we're getting deeper (laughs) and then i'm gonna go back to something that's not as serious this is just a random one i thought of i don't Mm -hmm. like nbls when they wear shoes on the bed Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't even wear my outside shoes inside So let alone them going on the bed. Dude, with that shoes. is such an American thing to bring yeah. your shoes inside. I never I, understood no, that. No, it's a white American thing. Because the home I lived in in Wisconsin for a year, they walked in on shoes. Yeah. And a lot of the flooring was carpet. It's a carpet? Yeah. No. Oh, I hate uh, it. <laughs> it's a gross. <laughs> The only time I wear shoes inside is whenever I'm going to work out in the garage. <laughs> That's it. And then they go right off immediately. So, like, I never understand, like, why Why wouldn't the character just take their shoes off? Like, why would they even be wearing shoes in the bedroom to begin with? Yeah. You're driving all the shit into the house and, and, and your feet aren't, like, breathing. And they're, they're like, in this sweaty, small space. And it's just, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I have a more serious one again. <laughs> it's going back and forth. I really dislike the way they portray like possessiveness a lot of the times in mm. BLs. And I think we've talked about it before where like jealousy 
can be cute when it's the type of jealousy that's like makes you realize that you actually have romantic feelings for this Mm -hmm. person the kind that's like oh I don't I don't like that they're going on dates with this person does this mean I actually like them in a romantic Mm -hmm. way type thing but I hate when you get when they get so jealous that they like forbid their partner from going places or doing things or meeting certain people it was a lot in like the last episode of why destiny they were like making their partners wear certain clothes that's like this is my boyfriend before he goes out and like giving them curfews and stuff like that and I it's so gross and it also feels like weirdly parental like to give your partner a curfew and be like be home by 10 30 like it's just possessive like it's so unhealthy and it just like Mm -hmm. doesn't sit well with me when it leads to like you following your partner or sending people to follow them or like tracking what they're doing like that kind of stuff like I feel like a lot of the times they just push it into a very unhealthy possessive territory that's like they view their partner as someone that they own and therefore can control the things that they're doing and the people that they're seeing and I Mm -hmm. don't like it at all yeah that's red flag toxic yeah. relationship. yes <laughs> yeah and they try to make it romantic too in the way yeah. that they portray it <laughs> yeah i remember the scene from why destiny with mom was it i think so yeah this cute smiley one mm-hmm. yeah he was stopping his partner for going out or he could only go out for this this long yeah beg him there were two that were like that in that last episode and they like made them wear like a specific outfit that's like i have a boyfriend and i'm like what (laughs) hello it's so fucking creepy that also reminds me of thorn type because wasn't type really jealous that thorn was going to perform at the bar without Mm. him or and then he like thought that he was cheating on him because he was talking to someone <laughs> after so, like, performance. I mean, the whole jealousy thing, I've said this before a long time ago in our first episodes that jealousy is just like you're mirroring your own insecurities on your partner mm-hmm. that you if you feel like you could cheat or you have those thoughts, then you can think that your partner can do that like if you trust your partner you wouldn't be jealous yeah and if you trust yourself then you would trust your partner as Mm -hmm. well and yeah it's really unhealthy it's not cute it's not sexy and it's Mm -hmm. very not romantic like really we shouldn't show stuff like that to younger audiences that Mm -hmm. will think that it's normal to be in those Mm -hmm. types of relationships and give them a reason to sort of stay in such a relationship because it's sexy Mm -hmm. a small one for me (laughs) back and forth (laughs) i i really have a problem with the wipe downs oh oh, yeah we (laughs) talked about that before (laughs) me too me too it's honestly it's so random it's so (laughs) weird and i get it it's a cultural thing but seen from the outside i don't get it i mean if you need a wipe down take a freaking shower (laughs) and then come out completely dry (laughs) it reminds me of like victorian times or something when someone's dying of tuberculosis and you're like patting them down in their bed and my main issue 
is that every time they do that, they do it to make it sexy. Oh my god. When they yeah. show the person, like, hesitating to, like, unbutton their shirt and stuff, I'm like, dude, dude. if you're, this person's, like, sick and passed out, sick. just, if you're gonna wipe them down, just fucking do it. Stop like, making don't it make sexy. it sexy. <laughs> I mean, you can, like, you can wipe someone down when they're sick without making it look sexy. Yeah, it's not a sexy moment. Like. No. <laughs> stop sexualizing it someone's sick like but i know <laughs> i've seen it a lot in like japanese manga as well it's yeah. they are using it as a reason for them to undress them and i <laughs> it needs to stop so please <laughs> please stop like i'm just thinking like if my partner was so sick that i was like trying to like wipe them down to break their fever or something like that the last thing I would be thinking about was them in a sexual manner. I would be mm-hmm. like, like, are they okay? <laughs> like, yeah. are you not concerned about their health? And have you noticed that whenever they get sick, it's like really random. It's like, okay, yeah. we just need to get this character sick so they can have a wipe down. <laughs> I'll like It'll have like, like a stressful are... situation and like break out in a fever and like yeah, pass out. I mean, and I'm like... If you need to get them out of their clothes, like just throw a glass of water on them or something <laughs> i mean my i guess i have another sort of small one that has to do with production i don't like when they overuse certain effects so whenever they overuse slow motion shots mm-hmm. or they overuse sound effects or the scene itself is like dragging on a little too long yeah. things like that really bother me from a, a technical that's a very yeah. Asian thing like you don't yeah. see that in <laughs> yeah. like western everything's shown from five different angles before yeah, they can, move on to something can else can you imagine scum or young royals with sound effects <laughs> and <slow> <laughs> <laughs> whenever whenever there's like sexual tension they put in the horse noise <laughs> yeah Uh, holy crap that would be so weird it's it's such an Asian thing to do yeah it is kind of funny I'll give them that but like a lot of the times it's so over the top if you're putting five different sound effects within a 15 second time frame (laughs) you're doing too much Yeah, yeah it's like one of those things that may Asian media and like BL what it is yeah. <laughs> like that's the trademark so I can't get too mad about it yeah, but it yeah. does get kind of annoying like they always use xylophone music for mm. comical scenes that yeah. sounds like it's from Coco Melon <laughs> and like that's all I can yeah. think about is like this is like, music from a children's show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it gets a little weird sometimes <laughs> And I really, you know what I really hate is when they are doing this, like, tension moment, they're about to kiss or something like that, and it's just, like, not happening. It's, they like, could not five be going any slower. Of yeah. just standing there looking. <laughs> In the back of my head, I'm just, like, imagining them acting out this and how long they actually have to stand there just looking at each other. <laughs> the stairs, yeah. yeah. So awkward. <laughs> so awkward. And I mean, just kiss god damn it i don't need five minutes of foreplay just do it <laughs> it's even worse like... whenever they don't end up kissing because something yeah. interrupts it or like yeah. they end the episode and they're just like standing there staring at each other like in the same position and they like, start the no. next episode with the same exact scene for five over again. minutes <laughs> <laughs> and then 
happen that then something interrupts them and nothing happens yeah (laughs) that did make me think of one more small thing that i know they do it for technical reasons Mm -hmm. but i hate when they sleep with the lights on like i know i know it's for lighting purposes but they sometimes people like you know sometimes they have just like a little bedside lamp or something like that and that's fine I can kind of see why someone would use that but sometimes they just sleep and they have like a whole overhead light still on and I'm how are you sleeping (laughs) like it is bright as day in your room and you're supposed to be going to sleep like Mm -hmm. no one ever turns off lights and I get why they do it but it's still so it's just like a little thing I always notice during like bed scenes and they're supposed to be sleeping I'm like there's the light that's still on like you guys are just sleeping with all of your lights on (laughs) yeah the flip side of that is whenever it's too dark (laughs) (laughs) it's like where where's there's got to be a happy medium here somewhere Yeah, I I'm pretty much through my yeah, list. Like, <laughs> We've been I'm talking not. about this for like an hour now, which is <laughs> ranting. I mean, we could probably talk about two this more. for two more yeah. hours if we're really gonna get into it. But... Especially if we went through all of the ones that people gave us On in Twitter. the comments. Like oh if I was reading through all of these, oh my god, I could go into some long essays on some of them. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> We'll we'll save some and do uh, like pet peeves, <laughs> season two, part two, <laughs> when we've accumulated more. <laughs> okay, guys. So this is it for today. Make sure to follow us on social media. We do ask a lot of questions, announce stuff. And if you are curious about guests, future guests and getting series reviews and stuff like that, we have a Patreon and like we have some guests coming up soon and we haven't announced it but our patrons Mm. already know (laughs) so (laughs) if you want to be in the inn (laughs) then join the patreon and it starts at two euros so it's not too bad and yeah just follow our new tiktok (laughs) we are putting a lot of content out there (laughs) we've been acting (laughs) putting up our acting shoes (laughs) with some awesome guest to bl shows yeah i've been in a shower fully clothed jumping out of your washing machine (laughs) yeah kayla's been playing basketball and i've got the easy ones so like caught up a little succulent Ellie likes has been a little salty. And, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's awesome. So go check that out. All the links are in the description. And yeah. Follow... Leave us your BL pet peeves in the comments. Yes. Or if you're listening on a podcast platform, jump over to our social medias and share them with us there. Because yeah. we want to know what else you guys are bothered by in BL. Mm-hmm. And make sure to leave a review if you're on podcasting platforms. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, like the video, and comment. It helps a lot. And we really love reading all the comments Mm -hmm. coming in. It's like the highlight Mm -hmm. of everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.